Welcome to episode 141 of the Walking Through Games podcast, where Clint walks Mark through games. I'm Mark. I'm Clint. And we're back yet another week in the awesome journey that is Walking Through Games. Yes, I'm getting closer to that three year Another mark. milestone. That's it, man. I can't believe it's almost been three years. It's crazy stuff. It is. It is. We'll have to like go back to the archives for episode 150 and try and look at the best games, the games that got the good scores. And Yeah, there's a, there's a fair few vibes the in there, yeah, super exciting. Yeah. Uh, yeah, cool, cool, man. Well, 141, what did you get played this week? Anything fun? I did. Should I start with what I didn't beat, unfortunately? Which... Yeah, I, sure. I was trying to because I told you about it, but then I didn't end up beating it. Nice. What was it? It was Grim Fandango Remastered. Uh, super exciting. I'd already forgotten since you told me. Ah, uh, you're funny. That's <laughs> only like, like three, three days, days ago. Yeah. Oh, well, you know how it is. It's all good. But, yeah, so I I did start playing that, and um, I'm playing it on the Vita because I don't have too much to play on the Vita these days, so it was nice to have something to kick on there. And the cool thing is it does actually have cross-save, so I can save my progress and then play on the PS4 if I want to. Mm, Awesome. Uh, But I've just been continuing to play on the Vita. So I am digging it so far. To be honest... I don't know if I ever really played it because I don't remember that much of it. Like, I remember seeing it. Yeah. But I don't rem- remember really any of the story. Really? The only, the only part that I remembered was, like, yeah. right at the start when he's first in his office. Yeah, crazy. So there you go. Maybe I saw that multiple times when you were playing. Yeah. And then didn't... I think the most iconic part of the whole thing for me was always when you go from year one to year two. Yeah. Uh, and he's dressed like Rick from Casablanca. Yeah, so I can say that I have done that. Yeah, and no, then... you were past that. You told me you got up to year two, right? No, I, I'm now up to year four. Oh, up to year four? Oh, yeah. no, did I say year two? I meant you said you're up to year three. Yeah, I was I was about halfway through three, and now I'm up to four. Oh, it's great. So Best I'm nearly ending finished. of any game ever for me. Like, yeah. the actual ending with the payoff of the ending is just excellent. Yeah, Fantastic. so I'm nearly finished. So I, pro- I, I dare say well, I will f- hopefully finish that this week. Yeah, awesome. Cool. Yeah. Oh, that's exciting that you finally got around to playing it, man. That's awesome. Yeah. See, you always say you'll play these things, and eventually you do. Yeah, one day. <laughs> sure a lot of people are still waiting around on, what, Mass Effect, Witcher. Yeah. All these uh, games you need a holiday to uh, get into. Witcher. You know? Yeah, 100 hours later. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, anyway. Awesome, man. Super exciting. It's funny, I'm dying to get to the news that I actually kind of know about as well. But anyway, yeah. we'll, we'll keep hearing what you play. That's okay. I have, I have one more game, and I actually nice. did beat it. Now... It's it's a bit of a cheat because I've actually oh, yeah. been playing it, it great. for a while. Oh, okay. I just had off for a week where you didn't have something to beat. Yeah, well, no, because I just hadn't mentioned it because um, I'll say so. At the end of it, I ended up doing forty-seven hours. Nice. So, yes, I've been playing it for many a months now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, so it's Mario and Luigi Dream Team Brothers. Oh, cool. On the three DS. Yeah, nice. So it's kind of like Paper Mario in a way. Oh, yeah. Where it has like that turn-based fighting where you sort of try and when you jump on an enemy, if you press it right, then you do a double jump and can hit him twice. Nice. So it also then has a hammer so you can attack with a hammer because different enemies can be taken out different ways. Oh, cool. So it's it's very, um, it has a lot of different aspects throughout the game as you go further and further. So 
when you start, you only have like basically your, your normal fighting attack moves and that's pretty much it. And then you can jump and move around the world as you walk around and you can hammer stuff like switches and things like that. Oh, yeah. And you can jump your normal jump and that's about it. So, and you get you get to play as both Mario and Luigi, which is cool. So, you sort of use them together. And as I said, as you go on, you unlock like new skills that you can use mm. to be able to get to different areas further in the game. I agree. So, for example, there's uh, there's one where you can use your hammer and Luigi can either hit Mario under the ground and then you can like get under a fence or a gap or something that you have to get under and go and collect stuff that way. Yeah, yeah. Or you, if you stand on a hard surface, he hits you and Mario like shrinks down to a mini dude. And so then you oh, can really? fit into like little doorways and stuff that they have throughout the game. Yeah, yeah. So there's that. So then you eventually get another one that's like a, a floating type thing. Oh, yeah. So uh, Mario like climbs on top of Luigi. You can jump over a gap and it does like a helicopter type thing and you can float for a period of time. So you can reach further platforms that you couldn't yeah, reach yeah. before. And then uh, there's a secondary one to that where you do like a, a type of sideway drill attack. So you can actually oh, yeah. fit under a gap and take out. Uh, they have like stuff that sticks out that you can take out like a rock or something oh, cool. to be able to get past. So there's that one. So then there's another one that you combine with combine Mario and Luigi. They combine together and you turn into a ball and you can bounce up platforms that you can't mm, jump nice. to. So you can jump a little bit higher. Oh, yeah, cool. Uh, and then what's left? There's one more I can't even remember now, and I just finished playing it. Anyway, so there's there's all those, yeah. and they're all aspects of when you're walking around the world. So then yeah, yeah, yeah. when you're in your actual fights, uh, when you walk throughout the world, there's these, like, puzzle-type piece things that you can find, and there's, like, 10 per section that you're in. Yeah. And they're, like, special attacks. They're called bros attacks, where they oh, use yeah, both cool. Mario and Luigi. Uh, yeah, nice so, you, so you have to find all 10 pieces to be able to unlock that attack. So I didn't unlock all the attacks, obviously, but you get those so you can use those in combat as well. Cool. And then the other cool thing is uh, they have, like, really big boss battles. So they have the little ones where you have your turn-based fighting. Yeah. And then you get some really big boss battles, which are still turn-based fighting to a certain extent. But the way it works is uh, the boss is actually, like, turns into a big boss. And so there's this special move where the way it works is because it's called Dream Team Bros, yeah. is that uh, you go into the dream world. So Luigi can somehow fall asleep straight away and then Mario enters his dreams to be able to progress further and unlock stuff and things like that. Yeah, cool. So then in that dream world, you get to play as dreamy Luigi, they call him. So he comes in as, as his dream self. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then you get different special moves that you can do as those as well. So they're called Luigianary cool. moves. That's so cool. there's a whole bunch of different ones of those too. So I can get into that a little bit. So there's one there. Um, there's one that you can use where it turns Luigi into like this thing where you can pull his mustache down and it grabs you and flings you up. So it's hard to explain without that. seeing it. But <laughs> yeah. Anyway, and so then there's other ones where like you turn into like a hundred different Luigi's all stacked up. And so they're like this big rectangle and you can use that to squish down and jump really high to get to higher platforms. Nice. And then as the game goes on, you can change that shape. So then it changes to a triangle that's like a, uh, oh, okay. like, like the helicopter hover thing. Yeah, cool. 
and then you change into a ball that can be used as a wrecking ball or as like a hook shot type thing. So there's all these different things. So then leading into that, the big boss battles, there's one where you like hold down on his on his hat on the lower screen because that's where you see him sleeping when you go into the dream world. Yeah. And he uh, has this animation where he says, i got to do it for my bro and all this stuff. And so all these Luigi's start piling into the screen and they make Luigi into like giant Luigi. Nice. So then he can fight the big giant boss. Yeah, cool. So it's cool. So then you get different moves to be able to do that and fight the different bosses and stuff. And so Mario stays little, but you get special attacks that you can use Mario with as well and stuff. Um, so yeah, it, it's it has a lot of different aspects in the game. Yeah, but it feeds it to you slow enough where you sort of don't get confused and you still sort of know what's going on. Yeah, that's awesome. Some of I the, love that about Nintendo games; they really do like groom you. You know, it gets more advanced as it needs to and stuff. Yeah, that's yeah. Cool. So some of the some to of the point enemies, of you spending forty seven hours on it, insane. Yeah, exactly. Well, uh, yeah, I had a lot of fun. I pretty much like any time where I sort of couldn't play something because I was sitting out on the couch or, or yeah, like when I didn't feel like playing something, I could just pick it up for a bit and play. Yeah, it's awesome. And same with like when I was going to and from work, if I didn't feel like reading my book, I'd take the 3DS instead and just play on the train for a bit. Yeah, it's cool. So I slowly got through it and then finally got to the last boss and, and beat it. So I was pretty happy. Awesome. Cool, yes. man. So I gave it a four out of five. Nice, that's awesome. Mainly because you'll probably never play it again. Yeah, I'll never play it again. <laughs> yeah. Ah, awesome. No, never, ever, ever play it again. So I will probably trade it along with Paper So was it Mario. not that fun? Oh, no, it was super fun. It was very fun. Yeah. But I won't play it again for 47 hours. You know what I mean? No, totally, totally. Yeah, I guess I was a bit like that with Mario but when I first played let, it. let me put it this way. I picked it up for the biggest bargain, so it was yeah. totally worth what I bought it for because nice. it's usually like a $60 game. Yeah. And I bought it on special at Kmart on like a throwaway table for $4. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. So awesome, man. it was very much worth my $4. Yeah, cool. Very and cool. And to be honest, now I'll go trade it. I'll probably get 10 bucks. So yeah, it's awesome. Happy with that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it was super fun. I'll, I'll show it to you one day. You can have a look just to, to sort of see the mechanics and stuff before I trade it so you can sort of understand what I was talking about. Yeah, cool. Sweet, man. Yeah. But that is all I played. Nothing else. Groovy. Very exciting, man. Yeah, cool. Cool. Oh, well, let's get straight to the news because there's so much good stuff this week. We will. Uh, I thought I'd start with the, the most exciting because I figured that you'd be excited about it as well. Oh, yeah. I've been dying to talk about this the, whole episode. The old Wonder Boy, the Dragon's Trap's getting oh, remade. So exciting. Oh, my goodness. I'm so excited about it. It's funny because... When you sent me that message, I was just like, oh, yeah. And I looked at it and I was like, oh, my God. I think I replied to you straight away with that. I was just yeah. like, yes. Yeah, because I then, sent uh, you the you message. Sent me the video and I was like, ah, oh, this is going to be amazing. Yeah, because I I mean, sent- I'm sure we've spoken about Wonder Boy 3 on the podcast before. Probably not as much as Quest of Glory, obviously, but like we've spoken about it a lot. Like, it's a very good game. Yeah, well, because I sent you the message about the article about it being remade. And then I yeah. found the trailer after that. And so then I sent yeah. the link to the trailer as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, then so. I sent you a few random things because there was like a fan-made remake and stuff. Did you yeah. look at that thing I sent you? No, I don't know if I did see that. Oh, uh, okay. I, I sent you a video to like uh, a, a link to a video of um, it was like a like a fan remade version of Wonder Boy three. All right. And okay. A, and a dude was like reviewing it and stuff in the video. Anyway, um, it looked cool. But I think the reason why this one will be better is because instead of being like a 
that one they'd change stuff they'd change stuff but in this one like the other article i sent you where they it was like a blog post and they were talking about like reverse engineering the old cartridge and stuff oh yeah man, well, that was, was the article that i sent to oh you. that's the one you sent me yeah yeah no out of that out of that there was a comment that led to another thing and and that was the thing i sent back to you right okay and because um, yeah i oh man it, it's just so great i i, I think they're just going to take what it was keep the essence and then like kick it up a notch. It's just going to be great. I'm yeah. so excited. Oh, I'm super about excited. It. So it got, I, I, from what I read, it got announced in June. So they've been working on it for a little while. Yeah. I saw that it was June. I can't yeah. believe we haven't heard about this. I know. Me that too. Happen? That's what I said. And the only reason I heard about it is because Dan yeah. Ward commented yeah, on yeah. it. Well, I saw his comment. I mean, that's the first time I've logged in and commented on Facebook in like eight months. Yeah. Like, so wow. it, it was only that he commented on it. It came up in my feed saying, Dan Ward commented on this. And so I was like, oh, yeah. And I was just scrolling past it. And then I read it and I was like, oh, my God. And so I went into yeah, the article amazing. and like read the article. I was like, oh, this is amazing. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. And awesome. so that's why I wrote to him and said, Dan, I only saw this because you commented on it. So thanks heaps because otherwise I wouldn't have known about it. Yeah. Well, that was when I commented back because I said I actually remember when we were like 10 uh, chilling with Dan Ward and uh, at his sister's wedding and um, and, and we were talking about um, about Wonderboy 3. We, I remember specifically we were talking about Piranha Man. I think he had a, a code for it or something. Yeah. And I was like, no, no, dude, the code you want is W-E-5-T-O-N-E, all zeros. And he's like, what? And I'm like, dude, this is like the code. It like, gives <laughs> you everything. That's the with all the extra... Extra oh, dude, well, you, you, you come in as Wonderboy himself and you can like transform into whoever you want. Oh, man, yeah. W-E-5-T-O-N-E. I wonder if they'll keep it in there. I wonder if they'll keep the password system. Yeah. Somebody I'll, asked I'll be, him in I the comments they and they said they were on the fence. Yeah, Why they said they weren't they? sure yet. Oh, okay. Okay. I must have saw uh, that. I, I just think they need to have it for nostalgia. W-E-5-T-O-N-E. Yeah. Boom. Well, I was saying, I was saying to Nadine about it and I said how yeah. like- Oh, I told Kenny. I was, I, dude- like, I tell people at work, like, I've told so many people about it and, like, nobody cares, but I'm just like, you don't understand. This game is phenomenal. Oh, no, nah, well, that's, and that's what I said game. to Nadine. Like, I said to her, we, we, like, hired that game from the video store so many yeah. times before we but actually- do you remember? I don't know if you remember Ward. this original story. So, yeah, I remember talking to Dan Ward. We talked about it, that in Mortal Kombat uh, at the time, the original Mortal Kombat. Anyway, uh, Wonderboy 3... I remember we we were whatever we were, you know, eight or nine years old, and uh, and we rent. It was a school holidays, so whichever one it was, June or September, school holidays, and we went and rented it, and it cost eight dollars to rent. Which this is like, you know, nineteen ninety we're talking about. Yeah, so eight dollars. Uh, so this that, that's like the equivalent of paying like thirty dollars to rent yeah. it. You know, we had so much money to rent it, and I remember vividly. It was either mum or nan were like, "You paid eight dollars for this, you better play it." And we're like, "Oh, we'll play it." And then like all the neighborhood kids were coming over to play it. And uh, they were like, if they want to play it, they have to pay to play it, which in, in retrospect is just terrible. But I guess eight bucks is like crazy. It was crazy money for us in the holidays, like on, to rent something, you know? Yeah. And um, and so like, I'm pretty sure Daniel Hambrick and like some other kid, I can't even remember who it was, paid 50 cents. So the rental ended up being $7 because two other people paid 50 cents to be <laughs> allowed to play with us, which is which I've always felt guilty about. I'm like, <laughs> should give Daniel Hambrick his 50 cents back with inflation, you know? Yeah. I'm sure he didn't regret spending it though because he got to play Wonderboy, you know? It was amazing. I love that game so much. Yeah. 
I should say Wonder Boy 3 because the original Wonder Boy annoyed the hell out of me. Well, funnily enough. I still enough, remember that music. I, I hear it in my nightmares, you know. Do you remember the music? Yeah. Brutal. And then. I love that we did that together because I don't think we get done for copyright because mushed together, it was just nothing. Yeah. But Oh, but the music, that was the highlight of the trailer you sent me, which I'll have to link in the show notes. Oh, yeah. The shot music. I've been walking around singing that all week, man. Oh, that was yeah. the other thing I sent you a link to was the original soundtrack of the, um, you know, the very first part you get to when you after you're like in the town, and you go to like the beach, and it's like, oh my god. I could just listen to that on repeat like all day every day. I love it so much. Yeah, well, because that's the other thing I was because you were saying Wonder Boy three. So this one's not called Wonder Boy three. It's just called Wonder Boy: The Dragon's Trap. I noticed that. I noticed that. I'm like, maybe they're just trying to resurrect Wonder Boy in general, and then they can do whatever they want. But yeah, yeah. I mean, it was always interesting to me Wonder Boy because the original Wonder Boy, ugh, thumbs down. Don't get me wrong, it's fun. I played that game for hours. Oh, me too. I just hated the music so much. But Wonder Boy two in Monster Land. Never really played it that much. Never really got that into it. It was okay. It was okay. But I never played. I've never beaten it. Did you ever if, beat it? No, I never beat it. But if you would like to play it, you can because I have it on the Is PS3. Is there a remake of it? What's that? If you would like to play it, I have it on the PS3. Oh, do you? A remake? No, it's or like the original, the, the original like, ported. Oh, like a store version? Yeah. It's like yeah, ported yeah, over. I, always, I, I, I probably would go back and play it, but like- I've played it a little bit. Yeah, I, I've tried to play it over the years. Like, remember years ago we had them on our, had it on our Xbox. Yeah, and I tried to play it on that. I just, I was just a yawn. I don't know. I never, I never got into it as much. I probably should have, but I never did. Well, but I yeah, bought it. I think super I, excited I, about number three. But yeah, so number three felt totally unrelated to number one and two. It was like three completely different games. Yeah, I oh, think. Yeah. Well, I think I bought the PS3 version. It was like five dollars, if that. That's awesome. Because I bought, I remember because I bought that and I bought Alex Kidd in Miracle World. Which how good is Alex in Miracle World? Yeah, Jeez, so I have I game. have that on the PS3 as well. Nice. Yeah. Anyway, very cool. Super anyway, exciting. We can go on about I, forever and ever, but it, the remake looks amazing. I'll definitely be I'll keeping share an eye the out. trailer in the show notes. Yeah, I'll definitely be keeping an eye out for more news about that. Oh, big time! Well, I think oh, yeah. I subscribed. I think that I'm newsletter super excited. <laughs> very cool. Okay, uh, what else is happening? Well, no, there was one other massive piece of news that I texted you about that happened right. during the week. Did I put it in? I don't know if I did. Oh yeah, it's I not totally even in did. your notes. Yeah, no, it's I totally massive did. news, dude. It's like the biggest news ever. It's the third thing down in my notes, but yes, I assume you're talking about Super Mario Run coming to iOS. I am. You know how I know this is big news because somebody mentioned it to me. Uh that they, they were like, "Oh, did you hear about the new iPhone?" And I'm like, "No, I don't want any spoilers." There, um, I, I'm halfway through watching the conference because I was watching the conference when they shared it. Yeah, and um, and they're like, "Oh no, about how." about how Mario Kart is going to come free on every new iPhone. And I'm like, one, I don't see Mario Kart getting made free, you know, no. and and being shipped with every iPhone. And two, are you sure you mean Mario Kart? I'm pretty sure you mean Mario Run. Is it just called Super Mario Run? Yeah, it's called Super Mario Run. Super Mario Run. I'm like, because I've seen the first half of the conference and they introduced Shigeru Miyamoto or Miyamoto and yeah. he spoke about Super Mario Run. I'm like, why would they leave 
any other Mario related news out unless it's at the end of the conference. They're like, oh, and now you've seen Super Mario Run. There's also Mario Kart. And it's going to ship on every iPhone 7. I'm like, nah, no yeah. way. No, I so then I, so. later I went and researched it because at the time I was like, maybe I'm wrong. I haven't seen the whole conference yet. Maybe I'm wrong. I'm like, as if I'm wrong. And I was not wrong. It, they would, But I'm like, if randoms are talking about it, it's obviously big news, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. Well, it's big news and anyway. I'm super excited about it. I will be getting it. I know that. I well, will be getting it. It's funny because I was listening to some podcasts and stuff about it and they were talking about yeah. what they think that the price range is going to be. Yeah. And from from what they were saying, like, it was ranging from 5 up to, like, $15. Yeah, I was going to say, I reckon it'll be, like, 15 bucks. Yeah, so it'll be interesting to see. Like, I reckon US 10 bucks. US 10 bucks. Yeah, so it'll be interesting to see which way they go. But definitely, like... The way they were talking about it is like Mario obviously is that big mascot, and oh hell yeah, the way that it's going to work is every every kid that you see now has a phone in their hands, so they're bringing back oh, that Mario totally to the younger generation again. Yeah, man, and just starting all over again, basically. Oh, totes. Well, apparently, um, and and in line because it comes out, so it comes out in December. Yeah. Um, which is in line just before the NX comes out. Yeah. And so then, obviously, we, they've already said there's going to be a new Mario game within six months of that coming out. So within December to March to the six months after that... Nintendo's going to be back on the map. Yeah, yeah, all these kids are going to be like, Mario, 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 and... Yeah, they totally are. Yeah. So, and that's the thing, too, is good. I think... Because I read, I read there was like a press conference that Shiggy did after the apple thing yeah and he basically said like yeah we we sat down at nintendo and we realized we had a meeting where we realized like like the way it had been for so many years was that kids would be first introduced to games by being given one of our handheld consoles like a game boy or a ds you know or a 3ds and he said but then we realized like since 2008-9 like that's not kids first experience of games anymore their first experience of games now is by taking their parents phone or being given a tablet of some sort yeah, or like taking a tablet off their parents. And they said, we, we want them to be able to experience quality games on those devices to encourage them to seek out quality games, basically, instead of crap on yeah. a phone or a tablet. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, like yeah, yeah, of course. quick fix, not real games, games, you know what I mean? Like, and I, that's yeah. not to say all iOS games are terrible, of but course, just to say- but- they, they saw a basic need that they said, like, we want to get kids introduced. Considering that's the platform they have, we want to have something on there to show them what a good game looks like. And I'm like, yes, whatever yeah. it takes. And obviously, they want to make money. Like, well, the shareholders aren't complaining, but I think it's a very smart move by Nintendo. I'm so yeah. glad they're doing it. And the cool thing is, is that they, it, it will be kid-friendly to be able yeah. to have kids know how to play it. Whereas, like, as you said, there's not, not that there's crap games on, on a phone or a tablet. It's just that a lot of them are more prone to adult playing than yeah. kid playing because a lot of the kid ones are just like tap the screen and and that's it. But this will be tap the screen, but it will be Mario and it will be oh, exactly. far more polished than probably a lot of other things that are out. Well, I'd like to think it'll like create a new benchmark. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it'll be very interesting to see what happens after it. Yeah. Anyway, it'll be great. Yeah, no, I'm excited. December this year. Very we'll wait and see. Indeed. Cool, man. All right, sweet. What else is happening in the news? Other things. So, Batman Return to Arkham, mm-hmm. which got delayed indefinitely back a few 
weeks ago. That was a little while ago now. Has now got a release date again uh, of the 21st of October this year. So nice. They obviously didn't need that much time to make it good, hopefully. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so we'll see come October whether it is actually it was worth the time or whether they needed more time. We'll see what happens. Yeah, I agree with you. But, yes, very cool. cool. All right. So on top of that um, and on top of the iPhone conference, Sony had their Sony meeting thing that they were talking oh, yeah. about that they were going to hold. Mm. So that's basically what most of this news is about. Okay. So the article said, Sony proudly unveiled the PlayStation 4 Pro. So that is the PlayStation that everyone was calling Neo is now the PlayStation 4 Pro. So it's a a beefed up version of the PlayStation 4, adding a whole range of new features to both upcoming and already released games, ranging from a more powerful graphics processor to a higher clock speed alongside both 4K and HDR gaming support. Nice. Uh, And it said, in addition, the company revealed that the newly announced device is coming in two months, launching on November 10th. Groovy. So it's coming out this year and it's going to be $559.95. Most games will still be compatible with both consoles and that's just got a few extra features? Or do you think a lot of games will start shipping only for it? So I'll I'll get into it. So then it said new PlayStation 4 Slim, which we'd already heard about as well um, because it got leaked. Yeah is releasing as well on the 15th of September, so coming up soon. Oh, crazy. Yeah. So, now, basically, not a lot of people were happy with the announcement of the PlayStation 4 Pro. So, apparently, uh, stats-wise and things like that, it's not actually that much better. Yeah, okay. It also doesn't come with a 4K Blu-ray drive. So you can't play 4K movies, whereas the new Xbox One S does already have a 4K Blu-ray drive. It also has that 4K compatibility with the TVs and basically everything that the PlayStation 4 Pro is going to have, Xbox is already doing. So as as you can imagine, everyone's comparing it to what they're calling the Scorpio one, the Xbox One that's supposed to be coming out next year. And basically, Microsoft had a dig at Sony saying that the the Scorpio is going to be 10 times more powerful than the PlayStation Pro. Oh, 10 times sounds like a bit of a stretch. But basically, they said, like, ours is going to to far outweigh the PlayStation 4 Pro. Yeah, there you go. So now, on top of that, um, they basically marketed it as, if you don't have a 4K TV, it's not worth having. Mm. Which... A lot of the th- people and stuff that I heard were like, "Well, what's the point of me getting it then?" Like specifically high yeah. higher end people who who are in the industry. So like uh, the Rooster Teeth guys were like, "Well, I don't have a four K TV, so I'm not getting it." Yeah. And then the kind of funny dudes were like, "Well, uh, I, th- I saw the Greg Miller guy. He tweeted out, um, "Well, I know one thing. I will be pre-ordering the iPhone seven, and I will not be pre-ordering the PlayStation Pro." F- so, and he's oh, like yeah. all about PlayStation. That's yeah, fair that's enough. what he does. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yes, there's not a lot of happy people with it at the moment. Yeah, crazy. So they basically said now that as well as that, uh, there's going to be updates coming through for the original PlayStation 4, so like the one I've got. Yeah. 
that are going to be incorporating that HDR for the games that are coming out and have already been released. Yeah. But then I heard a thing saying that they may may even be charging people for that update. So I don't know how much merit that has, but I haven't heard anything more about it yet. So I don't, yeah, I don't know what to think about that yet. Yeah, crazy. Oh, well, so we'll see what happens, but yeah. So, not a lot of people are happy. As I said, it's five fifty nine ninety five. So that's about the same price as what the PS four was when it first came out. Yeah. Uh, and then the slim one, I think, is about the same price as what they are now, about four hundred and fifty bucks. Nice. Uh, and they basically you love when something comes out that you don't really want, you know? Yeah, and they basically said as well now that the slim is the PlayStation four, so they're not making any more of the older version ones anymore. Cool. So whatever is out there to be sold now is all that will be made of those older version ones. Awesome. And now it is just the PlayStation 4 Pro and the PlayStation 4 Slim. That's the two consoles. I like it. I like it. Yeah. So I don't think I'll be spending my money anytime soon to upgrade. So. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And you don't need to. No. I'll save my money for the NX and and the Scorpio when it comes out next year. baby. That's what I'm holding out for. Yes. Uh, cool. So only a couple more. So more Sony stuff, which I don't, they they didn't have a good run this week. <laughs> um, yeah, nice. So it came out this week that Sony officially rejects user mods for Fallout 4 and Skyrim Special Edition on PS4. Yeah. So they had initially said, because Xbox One already has the mods for Fallout 4. Yeah. People have yeah. been able to do it and it's on PC as well. People have yeah, been well, using that, them. Did they get talked about at E3? Yeah, and we talked about it already as well. Yeah. It's been on Xbox One for ages. And PS4, Sony was saying, yes, yes, we'll do it, we'll do it, we'll do it. But apparently uh, Bethesda came out this week and said that Sony basically rejected their offer to be able to do it and have said crazy. they won't be doing user mods for Fallout 4 or Skyrim. Oh, crazy. So, yeah. Well, the people with two consoles, you know which version they're going to buy, don't you? Yeah, well, that's right. Unless they specifically really want it on the PS4, but... Uh, I d- yeah. Well, in which case they probably wouldn't have both consoles. Yeah, and they officially rejected it, so I don't think like it's not even a case of it's not going to happen. Maybe yeah. they will bring it in later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. that was already supposed to be the case with Fallout Four, where they've been holding off. Mm. Yeah, totally. And obviously they're not going to do it now. So, uh, cool. and then this is the last piece of news, which we, we've already touched on a little bit, but the NES emulator NES box has been officially approved to release on Xbox One. So nice. players will be able to play NES, Super Nintendo, Sega Genesis, and Game Boy Color Advanced games using the NES Box app by loading ROMs stored on a USB. Oh, that's cool. Very cool. So obviously, I don't know how it's going to work with the ROMs because I don't think they're legal tender. <laughs> yeah, nice. Um, so there's still talks about what they think Nintendo is going to have to say about that. Yeah. Uh, but at this stage, it's going forward. So we'll see what happens. Cool. Very yeah, cool. So that's it. Good week. Groovy. Yeah. Super exciting times, man. Very exciting. I'm still thinking about Wonder Boy, man. <laughs> yeah. I'll great. keep an eye out for more news. Cool. <laughs> I know. It's funny. I feel like I feel like going to buy it on the Wii U now just so I can play it. Ah. <sighs> Yeah, I, I, I could go playing it. Uh, maybe I'll watch a Let's Play of it. <laughs> yeah, I saw it the other day. It's uh, it's it's not actually on the Wii U store. It's on the Wii store still that you can access on the Wii U. Yeah. So you have to I go I always feel like every like- time I ever play it, I usually play it, I'll sit through it, I'll play the opening, 
I'll get into Dragon Man. I'll play through Dragon Man. Yeah. And then as soon as I become Mouse Man, yeah. I'll get about five minutes into it and be like, I'm done. Nah, and see- then it sucks because Mouse Man always just felt like a grind to me. Yeah, that's like funny. The, see, because I... Cheese- the cheese block things, it's just like, ah, oh, get me to Piranha Man, you know, because Piranha Man was the best. Yeah, see, I used but, to uh, I used to play through right through to Piranha to to Lion Man. Yeah. And then I'd usually give up at Lion Man. Oh, really? No, I love Lion Man. I think it's because I was already over my being sick of it. I just didn't like the vibe of Mouse Man either. He was really, he felt really Halloween-y because of all the crazy stuff. Yeah. I don't know. I just, yeah, Mouse Man is definitely my least favorite by far. Yeah. Oh. I like Piranha Man. I like Lion Man because he can smash blo- blocks beneath him. I'll just say, I'll just say as well because I don't think we did earlier that anyone yeah. listening, if you don't know what One Boy Three is, it was an old Sega Master System game. Yeah, that and we, it was just the greatest. And it was, it was very great. good. I think it came out like 80, 87 or something. Yeah. I'm pulling that out of my butt. I don't know if that's actually no. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> it was large. It was something like that. <laughs> if I got it, then that would be phenomenal. You know, I have been reading about it since the news came out, so maybe that's sticking. I don't know. Yeah, it could be. Anyway, very, very exciting news. Very exciting news. So, yes. I'll t- I'll- so I'd say it's in my top three or four games of all time. Yeah, well, that's that was one of the things in on the Facebook comments too with Dan Ward because sa- he said it's easily one of my top five games. And I said, yeah, that, me too. And then I said that and Quest for Glory 2. And he said, mm. I don't know what Quest for Glory 2 is. Oh, he's crazy. And that's when I tagged you and said, Mark Deary and Daniel Henry could yeah. be able to tell you about that. that's when I commented after that, yeah. And I so, think I said to him as well, dude, you got to play Quest of Glory. Because I said that we... If only our Let's Play was up, you could have just shared it. Well, I said to him that we talk about it like every couple of weeks on the podcast. Oh, I swear. We, that's just because of me, man. Because I'm not playing new stuff, so I just fall back on that. But yeah, we well, look, we talked about my top three. The only thing we didn't talk about this week that would make my top four would be Super Mario World. And I yeah. don't really know the order. I don't really know the order. But those four are my favorite four games, basically. So, all right. So, yeah, but that's... So I just looked up while we, while we've been talking. So you were very close yeah, as to when it, it came out. It was 1989. 89. Oh, yes. Near enough is good enough. Yes. So that was the Sega Master <laughs> System yeah, in, in Europe, which would be us as well. Yeah. So great game. Cool, man. All right, sweet. Well, do you want to take us out? I'm sure everyone's had enough listening for this week. No worries. <laughs> if you want to follow us on Twitter, we are at WTG underscore podcast. If you want to check out our Facebook page, it is facebook.com slash walking through games. You can go to our website, which is walkingthroughgames.com and check out all the show notes and stuff. And if you're listening to this and haven't subscribed, you can find us on iTunes and Stitcher. If you just search for walking through games. And if you would like to, you can go on and give us a five star review. Um, so we can, get the word out and have some more people come listen. Awesome. Very exciting times, man. It was good talking to you this week. Lots of nostalgia in there. Super exciting times. I mean, because you even talked about the other Mario game. Talked about a couple of Mario games. There you go. That's true. It's kind of old school heavy week, but that's okay. Have you got any plans for what you're going to play next week? I'm going to finish Grim Fandango, hopefully. Oh, that's exciting. I can't wait to hear what you think about that. So that'll be spoiler filled. Uh, and then... I just downloaded a thing. They just released because NBA 2K17 is coming out next week oh exciting cool uh, so they just released a thing it's like the demo um and it's called the prelude so nice. you actually get to start your career and whatever you do and whatever points you unlock and rah rah anything you get your currency and stuff carries over once you buy the game oh that's cool yeah so Great i'll probably idea. have a go at that I'd, I'd say and then maybe Sweet. chuck in something else i'll see how i go 
Nice. Very cool. I think once I finish Grim Fandango, because I've been enjoying playing it on the Vita, I might look at downloading Day of the Tentacle and playing that on the Vita as well. Awesome. Awesome. Very exciting, man. Yeah. Cool. I'm excited. Day of the Tentacle. Oh, man. <laughs> Why do you do this to me? No, I'm going to go on about that for ages. No, I won't. Super exciting, man. Great to hear from you. Thanks, everyone, for listening, as always. And I'll see you next week, man. Thanks.